Brings, A Good Omens, Portvig, written by Phoenix Saw and read by Chuck. For the prompt, Into the Deep Blue Sea. Summary. Crowley will swim to any depths to scavenge the perfect gift for his winged lover. Hopefully something fresh and dripping blood. It had been days since Crowley last saw him. Days since he'd been able to scavenge an acceptable treat, for it wouldn't do to go back without a gift. After months of unrelenting wooing and finally having his advances accepted, he'd risk nothing that could set him back. Nothing that could hinder him from having a zero fear. The cold crush of the ocean currents was unhelpful this morning. The water passed through his nose, the flaps of his gills, the serrated edges of his teeth. Crowley could smell the scent of a far-off shoal of tuna, taste the decaying carcass of a humpback sunk to the depths below him, hear the songs of dolphins chasing after their own meals. And yet, not a single sign of a human around. Crowley gritted his teeth, flexing his long, powerful tail to push faster through the water. A fish would be a sorry gift. He needed a delicacy. Pity that there wasn't a ship caught in some terrible storm nearby. A wreck was the surest promise of a feast, where human flesh was made all the more sweeter by fear and despair. Aziraphale would have appreciated that. A different sound reached him then, an odd vibration indicating that something which did not belong in the ocean was here. Crowley twisted his lithe torso, his dark red hair momentarily obscuring his vision as he squinted up at the surface. Far above, where the morning sunlight filtered through the calm waves, an unmistakable silhouette was cutting a slow path through the water. A boat, a small one. Crowley was familiar with those, knew there'd be a couple of humans aboard. Well, if there weren't any drowned gifts for him to take to his beloved, he would drown them himself. A deliberate flip of his tail, and Crowley shot towards the surface, lips peeling back over sharp teeth in a wicked grin. The sun was high by the time Crowley made it to the sheltered cove he'd been steadily visiting for several moons. His head broke through the water, and he blinked yellow eyes up at the cliffs, where seabirds called and stood sentinel over these waters. With his gift clutched between his teeth, Crowley swam to the large flat rock in the middle of the lagoon, where he always waited, 
and gazed up in search of a particular pair of wings. Huge wings, the color of iridescent pearls in oysters, of dead reefs in warm waters. A shadow passed overhead. There was the unmistakable rustle of feathers, and a figure descended upon the rock in front of him. White wings folded against the plump body, where smooth skin stretched over a broad torso, changing into white fuzzy feathers that covered a pair of strong legs. There was a slow tilt of the head. Under a curly nest of fair hair, unblinking eyes as vividly blue as the lagoon around them were fixed on Crowley. Aziraphale. A joyful noise escaped Crowley, muffled since his mouth was full. He swam closer and rested his webbed fingers on top of the rock. Still submerged up to his neck, he looked at the winged siren and waited, searching for the signs that Aziraphale would accept the treat he brought him. Aziraphale crouched down, unfolding his wings, to plant his tail and hands on either side of Crowley's. His eyes lingered briefly on the bloodied flesh held between Crowley's teeth, before coming to rest on his face. His pale lips curved up, revealing pointed tips of teeth, and he made a soft crooning noise, a jumble of tripping syllables that was some bastardized attempt at Crowley's name. A wave of pleasure rippled through Crowley. An abomination from the land and a monstrosity from the sea, they were separated in every way, from habitat to speech, save for this. Save for the fact that they were here, together in the only way they could. At the gesture of welcome, Crowley placed one hand over Xerophil's talons, slid his cold fingers over the thick skin and over the softness of his wing, watching drops of salt water slide off the bright feathers. Aziraphale made another sound, this one accompanied by the lowering of his eyes and a coy turn of his mouth. Pleased, Crowley tilted his head up, offering his gift properly. Eyes lighting up, Aziraphale began to reach for it, curving his tailed fingers eagerly, but Crowley stayed his winged arm. They'd always done it like that before. Crowley dropping his treats onto the rock, and Aziraphale happily nibbling on them by himself. But today he wanted to try something different. Bracing himself with both hands, Crowley hauled his upper body out of the water, leaving his long tail to splash about lazily. The movement brought his face right up to a zero fear. The siren startled, but didn't recoil, his piercing eyes flickering between Crowley's. Slowly, Crowley leaned in until his present was pressed to a zero fear's lips. A freshly severed human hand, tattered skin and torn muscles still dropping blood, 
held delicately between their mouths. Aziraphale blinked, his surprise evident. But then he parted his lips, revealing two rows of cruel fangs, which sank into the offering. Crowley hummed, pleased, as he listened to the crunch of splintered bones, watched the rivers of red spill from Aziraphale's mouth to drip off his chin. The siren shooed, making the noises that Crowley knew meant he was savoring the meal, the gift, the promise of Crowley's endless devotion. One by one, the limp fingers disappeared into the siren's hungry mouth, and then Aziraphale tore off little chunks, until all that remained was the small bite held between Crowley's teeth. When the siren began to draw back, Crowley finally moved, pushing forward until their parted lips met, and he could slip the last of the meat into Aziraphale's mouth. There was a soft squawk. Aziraphale had gone completely still, and Crowley almost let himself drop back into the water, chagrined. But then Aziraphale swallowed the final piece and opened his mouth, still pressed to Crowley's. Momentarily stunned, Crowley followed flicking out his tongue to trace the siren's swarm lips. He dipped into his mouth, licking over the razor-sharp edges of his teeth and tasting the delicious tang of hot blood and sweet flesh, and, underneath it all, a subtle flavor unlike anything Crowley had known before. He hummed in approval, delighted when a slick tongue met his. A thread of red-tainted saliva connected their mouths when they parted, broken when Aziraphale made a huffing noise, and suddenly shoved Crowley back into the sea. Flailing, Crowley quickly surfaced again, anxiously scrabbling wet strands out of his eyes. To his relief, Aziraphale didn't seem upset with him. Instead, the siren made a low screeching noise, and with a glance that didn't hide his blood-smeared smile, quickly took off, flapping in the direction of the cliffs. Crowley leaned his head against the rock, mouth curving up happily. It wasn't like a zero fear to be shy. It was a good sign, he decided. He'd done something right. He thought of the human carcass he'd stashed in a reef not far off from here. Tomorrow, he'd bring a more delicious piece for Aziraphale, a juicier cut with more fat. Maybe they could share it again, and Aziraphale won't let him touch him that time. The End